It's quarter number two on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. Welcome back to the Keystone Kickoff Show. I'm Jim Galante. It's quarter number two. That, of course, means we welcome in Ross Tucker. Ross, how you doing, sir? Awesome, Jim. How about yourself? I'm not sure I'm quite awesome, but I'm doing pretty well. Thank you. We're fresh <laughs> off the, the Memorial Day holiday weekend. And, uh, you know, it's we're into June, which means it's a big recruiting month. Just uh, keep thinking Penn State football, right? You know what? It is a big month. All the camps that they have, all of the official visits that they have. There will be a lot of Penn State football news and recruiting news in the month of June. It's usually a big one. It it is, and they have some really big weekends coming up with a lot of uh, great recruits. But now here's your segue. That's talking class of 23. How about we go back and talk about the class of 22, Ross? We're continuing your series of scouting reports. We've got a couple of Philly kids uh, today, so let's get right to it. Let's start with Keon Wiley, six foot two, 210-pound linebacker. Yeah, that's, that's, I guess, the question. Right? Um, I really enjoyed watching him. Really enjoy the way he plays. He has tremendous get-off off the snap of the ball. I mean, he's got a burst. He's got that, you know, that get-off, that take-off, it's so important. Uh, you know, and for people that are picturing this, it's basically how fast, it, it's initial quickness. And it's how fast your first two steps are and how much ground you can gain. It just, when you watch him, he gets off the snap faster than everybody else. Very, very important trait, especially for an edge rusher. So he's got tremendous get off off the snap of the ball and initial burst. He's got excellent closing speed. And he actually has impressive long speed. You know, he picked up a fumble and ran it like 60 yards for a touchdown. I thought, wow, he's pretty really going. Now, the other things I really liked about him, really understands how to set up blockers as a pass rusher, right? Like a couple steps upfield, come back underneath. You know, act like I'm going to come underneath, back swim outside. Like he just gets it. Looks like maybe to me he's worked with somebody or, or maybe he just naturally has a good understanding for how to set up blockers as a pass rusher. Uh, he also showed good hand usage on both those inside moves and those outside moves. You know, not quite Dennis Sutton hand usage, but good hand usage. And the other thing is uh, he had both inside and outside moves. He has good instincts. Um, and I, I thought he had really impressive change of direction, right? Which is, you think something's happening one way, but then you realize it's actually going another way. It happens a lot in football. You got to stick your foot in the ground, change direction, and go back the other way. And he did a really, really 
nice job of that. There was one zone read in particular where he saw the running back didn't really have it, put the left foot in the ground, went the other way, and still got the quarterback. He reminds me uh, of Shaka Tony. Same school. They both went to Imhotep Charter. Both about 6'3", both slenderly built. I think Shaka Tony was like 190 pounds in high school. I don't know what Keon Wiley is. I think what's interesting is, you know, there's, I, I, I don't know what position he's going to play. You know, maybe he could be an off-the-ball linebacker, but there's no snaps of him doing that. So I can't really judge him as an off-the-ball linebacker. Although, listen, a guy named Micah Parsons was an edge rusher in high school, ended up being an off-the-ball linebacker at Penn State. That worked out pretty well. So maybe Wiley, you know, can become that kind of guy. Um, it's interesting because Ken Talley, who's another Philly kid, played off-the-ball linebacker in high school, but he's going to end up playing D-line at Penn State. Keon Wiley plays D-line in high school. Might end up being off-the-ball linebacker at Penn State. I don't know, though. I, I, I kind of envision him ending up being a D-end. I, I think he grows it. They might try him at linebacker, and maybe he's good at it. But I think he ends up being a defensive end because he's got some real natural burst, natural ability there. I think Shaka Tony is an excellent comparison for him my question is what position as well as size he didn't look real big to me um, they list him at 6'3 210 probably more like 6'2 200 so he's got a little ways to go to be you know to have the size to really be able to play that position effectively is it just me Ross or does it seem like recently we're having this discussion more and more often. Gee, is he a defensive end or is he a linebacker? Or is it just my imagination? No, I think we are having that discussion more and more often. I think you're right. And I think it's because, for the most part, these schools are, and I say this all the time, I say this to families, I say this to you, Jim, they are recruiting bodies. They are recruiting bodies more than they are players, right? Like they want physical traits. They want burst, size, speed. They'll kind of figure out where these guys end up based on how they grow, how they mature in the weight room, and how they do. You know, maybe they'll give both Wiley and Tally a chance to play linebacker. Tally, I think, will probably, you know, grow out of it. Maybe Wiley shows he can play linebacker off the ball and stays there. Or maybe he keeps growing and he ends up being um, a defensive end as well. I wouldn't be surprised if Tally ends up, if he's really 6'2", 243, I wouldn't be surprised if Tally ends up as like a Kevin Givens type D tackle. Wow, that's interest will be an interesting move. Um, our other recruit for this week or commitment, Abdul Carter. He's listed Ross at six four two thirty five. He's also from the Philadelphia area. 
What did you see with Abdul? Oh, did you give me a grade for Keon Wiley? Keon Wiley is 8.1. So okay. Keon Wiley gets an 8.1. Um, just because I think, you know, a little questions about the position and size, but I think guys like him end up contributing. You know, guys like him end up playing. Gotcha. All right, let's get to Abdul Carter then. 6'4", 235, Philadelphia area. Another, I guess, linebacker. Really, really like him. Uh, goes to LaSalle College High School. You mentioned it, Jim. Really nice size, length, and growth potential. I mean, I don't – I mean, he looks to me like – he's one of the biggest guys on the field when he was out there at LaSalle College, which is big boy – 6A football, I mean, they're playing Newman Garetti. They're playing St. Joe's prep. You know, they're playing some really Malvern prep, some big-time football. And he had impressive size, um, length, and, and growth potential. You know, the ability to get even bigger, to be a, a, a true difference-making size linebacker. I mean, he's he's got first-round caliber physical traits sort of like a Brandon Smith you know maybe not quite Brandon Smith but very close in terms of the physical traits maybe not quite as fast as Brandon Smith was but very good closing speed one of the things I really like about him is he arrives with bad intentions. I mean, he when when he's coming to tackle, he's coming to really deliver a forceful blow and really knock that knock that dude out. Um, I mean, that's that's what you want. I mean, this is big boy football, and that's how he plays. He's a good open field tackler. I thought one of the things that jumped out to me, he is excellent both as a blitzer and as a pass rusher. Two different things, okay? Blitzer is you are hitting a gap and you're trying to get to the quarterback without anybody touching you. You're just hitting a gap. And he times it up well and did that very well a number of times. Then there's also rushing the passer, which is you're lined up over an offensive lineman, maybe a tackle, maybe a guard, and you got to make a move. You got to make a move to beat that guy. So you're not going to come clean. You're going to have to beat somebody. And he showed good hand usage. He showed the ability to bend. I mean, he could really bend when he was rushing the passer and get around the corner or get inside around the offensive lineman. I thought that was impressive. You know, the one question I had about him was his instincts. I don't know if they're great. I think they're pretty good, but he wasn't instantaneous. Now, I don't know if it's instincts or preparation, but he didn't hit things as fast or as early as I would like to see him do. You know what I mean? Like he had to wait and see things unfold a little bit, and then he went. So it might be preparation, might be instincts. He is a really good linebacker prospect. I gave him an 8.3. Two real quick things. 
do you realize, Ross, and you talk about this a lot with the different uh, with different players, you talk about when he gets there to make a tackle, he has bad intentions. Do you realize you get a gleam in your eye whenever you talk about a prospect that way? Um, the last question is, what, where does he end up playing? Well, he's a linebacker. Um, and I think he's an in-the-box linebacker. He might end up playing Mike, but I think they'll give him a shot at first at Will, which is sort of the position Brandon Smith played last year, the position before that that um, you know Micah played, the position Curtis Jacobs will play this upcoming year. Really the guy that is freed up the most to make the most tackles is the way to describe it. Very good, Ross. All right, that's it for our scouting reports for today. Stick around. Quarter number three, it's time to take your questions, and we're going to ask Ross. This is Jen from Collegiate Athletic Travel. We've been offering travel to the biggest Penn State games for over 50 years. This fall, we continue that tradition in partnership with Keystone Sports Network with a trip to the Penn State Auburn game. Join us for charter flight, staying at the team hotel, transportation to and from the game, and even a great tailgate party at the stadium are included. For more information, go to athletictravel.com or call 1-800-788-4414. See you there. In his book, Why Penn State, author Greg Woodman takes readers on a trip back in time to Happy Valley in the 1980s, a unique era of gridiron success and rapid expansion that gave our university its modern identity. Whether you're traveling down memory lane or discovering old states past for the first time, this compilation of rare photos, original essays, and exclusive interviews helps you explore the why behind We Are. Start your journey today. Order online at whypennstate.com. 